Hi, this is Jean-Jacques Taylor, and you're listening to Jot Talk. This is a podcast where I talk about the Cowboys, the team I've covered as a beat writer, columnist, TV insider, and radio host for 28 years. I'll also talk about the NFL and the things I love, working out, streaming, food, and all things Dallas. My boy, Big Joe and the Big Rig, one of my oldest friends, produces the show and occasionally chimes in with his thoughts on the Cowboys. After all, he's a lifelong Cowboys fan, and he played high school, college, and semi-pro football. Welcome to Jock Talk, where sports is fluid. What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight. No chaser. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome, everybody, to episode 59 of Shock Talk. I'm John Jacques Taylor, joined by my boy Big Joe and the Big Rig. What's up, bro? What up, what up? I hope you guys are prepared to be entertained and dazzled for the next hour or so as we dive into the biggest issue facing your Dallas Cowboys, take a quick trip around the block, and then talk about these NFC, AFC divisional playoff games this week in which finally somebody joined the Cowboys as a home team that lost. Uh, remember, you can always uh, find me on Twitter, at JJT Journalist. Um, I am Jean-Jacques Taylor's the handle. Remember, if you think you follow me, you don't, because uh, my account got deleted. Uh, you can also follow us on the YouTube channel, uh, at uh, The Real Jacques Talk. And uh, so we ask you to please uh, subscribe to that. So you get the latest updates. My book, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders and the Making of Men. A few of you guys have ordered it lately. I really appreciate that. You can find it wherever you find your books at uh, barnesandnoble.com, walmart.com, amazon.com. It's everywhere. It's easy to find. All you got to do is type in Coach Prime book and bam, it pops up. Now, we always like to remind you, if you're ever involved in an accident and it's not your fault, what you need to do, what you got to do, is pick up the phone, seriously, and call 972-934-8900. That's Green and Law. And all you got to do when they pick up the phone is say, hey, here's my situation. What do you think? And I'm telling you, if they bring you on as a client, it's been a great day for you. Real talk. Why? Easy. They will walk you through the process. Anytime you fussing, fighting, dealing with somebody else's insurance company, Man, you need somebody representing you. You need somebody doing the heavy lifting. You need somebody telling you when to turn left, when to turn right, when to hold tight, when to go forward, when to stand still. That's what you need. Greening Law handles that for you. And it's not just automobile or trucking accidents, which is what we talk about a lot. I mean, it could be medical malpractice. It could be workplace litigation. It could be sexual assault litigation. It could be birth injuries. Anytime you've been hurt, by somebody else's negligence. You need to give Greening Law a call and just see what the deal is. And the reason why they take such an active role in, in your thing, in your, in your case, is this. They don't get paid unless you get paid. So you're at the top of their priority list. You really are. And the other thing is, if you need a doctor, they'll help you find a doctor. You need a specialist, they'll help you find a specialist. Why? They want you to focus on two things, healing and renewal. Get your body right, get your, get your mind right, get your life back. It's just that simple. That's what they focus on. That's what they want you focused focus on. So give them a call, 972-934-8900. Now, let's get into one of my favorite topics. Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. Remember, Red, hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, and no good thing ever dies. Dog, I was having a conversation. Well, let me, let me tell you how this started. In, in case you're not familiar with that, that's my man uh, Red from Shawshank Redemption. One of my favorite movies. I've probably seen it 30 times. That would, be, uh, that would be Red and Andy Dufresne. I'm sorry. Yes, Andy Dufresne. Uh, who's already in Mexico? <laughs> Morgan Morgan Freeman and Tim 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 Robbins. Yes, fantastic movie. Like I said, I've seen it at least thirty times, maybe more than that. If I run into it at the middle of the night, I'm stopping it and watching wherever it is, and uh, watching the whole thing. But this came up today, man, because somebody put on Twitter, somebody reputable. I can't remember who. Oh, you know who it was? It was Adam Schefter. <laughs> it's most, as reputable as you get when it comes to talking about the NFL. 
And he put out something today that said uh, the Green Bay Packers plan to make Jordan Love the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. Okay, whatever that means. Okay. $55 million a year over five years, thereabouts. That go a long way in Green Bay. Uh, and so I put out a tweet that said, hey, the Cowboys better hurry up and sign Dak because they don't want to be setting the market. They don't want to be, they don't want to have the market set for them. They want to set the market. And my boy Tyrod Archer sent me a text and it said this, why? And so we had a nice little debate and I thought I would bring it to y'all before we talk about it with him on Tuesday. And it gets down to a hope question, man. Because the question, dog, is what do you do with Dak Prescott? Like, there's a hope if you sign him that what? He's ultimately going to lead you to the Super Bowl. And that's the hope that can drive you insane. But then you see him put together an MVP season, and you go, but I know he can. He just hasn't. Uh, Where do you sit on the Dak, the quarterback question? Well, since we're using hope, one would hope that they get more (laughs) battle-tested during the season, which means that you don't get all them sorry teams at home that you get battle-tested early. You get your butt kicked early or you beat some good team. So you got to hope for a better schedule. That's what I'm thinking right off the top because the better the competition, the more battle-tested you become, your division haven't really given you that, and then the schedule didn't lend itself to them to become battle-tested. They really kind of kicked people's butt at home. They was weak, and then they got top five defense, top five offense, and everything looked great. And then when the waters got rough, they wasn't trained. They wasn't ready. So that's what I would. That's that's why I stand when you talk about hope in the situation. Okay, but that that doesn't answer the debt question. Okay. It and does. Dak, it does a little bit because if if, if the team is battle tested, Dak is battle tested. Okay, so let me. Uh, I didn't present it to you in a proper way because this is the reality, um, and we had to figure out how to handle. The reality is, you have two choices. All right. Realistically, you have two choices. You can sign Dak to a contract extension this offseason. Lower his salary cap figure from $59 million to something manageable and secure his services for the next five years. I doubt it's six, but for the next five years. Taking him to 35, making him basically your starter for the next 13, 14 years. You know, okay, that's option number one. Or you can say, we're going to let you play it out, Dak. We're not giving you no extension. We'll, put, we'll redo your contract by doing some voidables and whatever like that. But we're not, we're not giving you an extension. And if you don't give him an extension, I would expect this, real talk, I would expect this to be his last year in Dallas. Because if he gets the free agency, somebody like, you know, the Cowboy fan base may be like, we tired of Dak, whatever, you can go. Somebody that ain't had no quarterback in a minute, be it Atlanta, be it Pittsburgh, be it somebody, be it the Jets, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, somebody who needs a quarterback will step up and pay him money that will have all of us going, what the f-? Yep. You know? Yep. So, that, so those are your two choices. You can sign him to an extension, or you can let him play it out. And even if you win the Super Bowl, he's probably going to bounce because, you know, one, he's going to be mad because you didn't give him no extension. And two, somebody else is going to pay him because he's going to be a true free agent. Somebody's going to pay him some absurd amount of money to leave. So where would you sit on that side of the conversation? Okay, first question was good because I was already leaning toward if you kept him. Okay. So, you know, it kind of went with the whole hope thing. The second question is, I would, that's kind of the question I expected where are we keeping him or are we not keeping him? I say, I know it's going to sound crazy, but let him walk. But, you know... It's like it's like it's like uh, it's like the Kirk Cousins deal when he walked away from Washington. Now they're still looking for a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's real right there, yeah. dog. That's yeah. real. Yeah, they're still looking for a quarterback, but he walked. They didn't want to pay him all that money, and did they lose? They don't have Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins, and you know, he ain't really got Minnesota where they want to get. 
I mean, they gave up on Case Keenum to get him, but you understand what I'm saying? And, yeah. And I like the Atlanta. I like Atlanta fits, the Jets fit. Man, that's 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 good stuff right there. I, I like that for him if so, that's where he's going. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, You know, so he left. How long ago do you think he left Washington? Six years, maybe. Yeah, that's right on the button. Yeah. That's why we have Big Joe and Big Rig on the show. Yeah. No, nah, dog, he left six years ago. Washington is still on their quarterback journey. And guess what they're going to do this year? They're going to take a quarterback with the second pick of the draft and hope that whoever they take, Jordan Daniels, Drake Maine, uh, is the guy. Cause if they don't, unless they trade up to get Caleb Williams because they think he's the guy. Well, they took, they took your boy from Ohio State. He didn't pan out. They, 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 it ain't well, if it ain't for lack of trying. Now we'll and, check this uh, out. Because uh, I'm, I'm going with you. In the last since Kirk Cousins left, yeah, they have had one, two. They've had Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Alex Smith, Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke, and Sam Howe as their leading passes. Right. So they had, you know, they have had, they haven't had the same guy. I guess Heineke did it twice in a row. But they're on the journey, man, and that's the that's what I tell all fans who say, and I and I I'm, this is not a as I like to say to my kids sometimes this is not a right or wrong this is just what it is. Oh yeah, my um, my question would be, do they feel like they let some get away when Kurt left? Because Kurt ain't did nothing. Kurt put numbers no. up. I'm just saying, you know, it ain't one of them things where we don't have a quarterback, but we wasn't paying him. Well, I think the I think the issue is, uh, and I, I think you raised some good points. Uh, I'm I'm trying to double check Kirk's last season in uh, Washington. He had 27 touchdowns, three interceptions, threw for 4,000 yards, had a passer rating of 93.9, and the team went seven and nine. Um, you know they kept franchising him. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. The Cowboys find themselves in a situation because. They franchised him twice, and when they franchised him twice, then he had all the leverage in the next negotiation because you couldn't franchise him anymore, and that's why he has a no-trade clause and a no-franchise tag clause, and, you know, he bent them over in terms of everything because they wanted him, they needed him, and they didn't have any option. That's also why he got a short deal. Uh, So the question is always, what do you do with that? And I like to put it like this. If, if you know, you can keep him and hope that he gets better in terms of handling bigger moments, you build the team around him better, which is more difficult because he's still costing quite a bit against the cap. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, let's let him go. We're going to give. Now, I'm, I'm saying I'm trying to give you as realistic a scenario as I can. You let him go. Uh, you let your boy that you acquired from San Francisco be the quarterback in 25 to see Trey Lance to see if he is that guy or if he's not that guy because then it'll be he will have had one full year, I guess one and a half full years in your system, one full training camp, and you should know in practice whether he's showing you a little bit yeah. with the scout team to make it happen. Well, you, bust, not, you, you open up the competition between him and number 10. He can't beat out 10. He ain't our guy. Right? Yeah. Right? Um, so that's how you do it. And, or, and if he's not, then you go draft one at 25 and get on that carousel. Now, hey. huh? I said, we. Oui. And, you know, and what I tell people is because people don't think, I'm shocked personally. Personally, I'm shocked at the number of people who don't think like this. They really think. We go out, we go get us a quarterback in the first round, we straight. And I'm telling y'all, it don't work like that. It can. You can be the Green Bay Packers who went from what? Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. Well, the one thing they all got in common, even Brett Favre, they sat behind a veteran for at least a year. Right. It was Don Mikowski with Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre a couple of years, and then Jordan Love sat a couple of years. So it's not right. like you bringing a rookie in the building and starting them, right? You know, um, you know. So you can be like that. Not many teams are like that. You know, the Colts went from uh, Peyton to Andrew Luck, and now they hope 
they hope that Richardson is the guy. And it hasn't been that long, I don't think. Uh, but, well, I'm, I'm a lie. Guess how long it's been since Taylor, uh, since Andrew Luck last played? Maybe five seasons. Dog, it's been eight years. Eight years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. The, like, it don't seem like that long, right? Seems like he just left. It seemed like he, I swear to you, I was shocked when I just looked at it. But yeah. they've had, okay, I'm sorry, you're right. He missed a year, then he came back. So you're right. It has been six years. Yeah. Uh, I, I missed that. So they've had Brissett, they've had Rivers, they've had Wentz, yeah. they've had Ryan, they got Gardner, and now they hope that Richardson is the guy. But here's the deal. They, that's still five years, though. And they hope Richardson is the guy. And for them to get Richardson, they had to go 4-12. and 12. <laughs> And so all I'm telling y'all, it's okay if you want to move on from Dak. It really is. If, if you decide that he's not the guy, he's fighting against history because Peyton Manning and Matt Ryan and Ken Anderson are the only quarterbacks in NFL history who've been with the same team eight years or more and made their first Super Bowl appearance, that's fine. I'm just telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, the quarterback carousel can last a year. It can last five or six years. Or you can be like the Detroit Lions, I think it lasts 50 years. You can be like the Cleveland Browns, I think it lasts 30 years. You can be like the Miami Dolphins or the Buffalo Bills, 20 years between Dan Marino and Tua. 20 years between Josh Kelly, I mean Jim Kelly and Josh Allen. There's no, you know, look at the Chicago Bears. How long have they been trying to replace? I mean, I guess we we say Jim McMahon, but even he was not a great quarterback. When last time the Bears had a great quarterback? Bobby Douglas in the 50s? And all I'm saying. You talking about, uh, no, Bobby Douglas was a runner. I, I don't know. I don't know the last time they had a great quarterback. Right, it's they, been that they, long. If ever. Well, that that Rex, too Rex Grossman, answer. Rex Grossman took him to the Super Bowl, but yeah, he, well, wasn't he wasn't great. No, great. no, he wasn't no yeah. great quarterback. Yeah. Uh like I'm looking at you know <laughs> the Bears, Bob Avellini. <laughs> uh you know, you got Bob, you know, you got uh, Douglas in the 70s, Bobby Douglas. But well, my point is this. The Bears ain't had one in forever. You know, and they've tried a lot of different people, whether it's Cutler, whether yeah. it's Grossman, whether it was Justin Fields, whether it's Mr. Bisky, you know. Grossman was I think the eighth pick in the draft. That little dude from uh Cade McNow from UCLA. Yeah, yeah, I mean they have tried and they have failed and they have spent a lot of draft capital. I think them fools is the exception because they got a good quarterback now, they don't know what to do. Hey, hey man. It it does bottom line is they haven't had one right. hit for for right. whatever reason. Right. Sometimes it's injury. Sometimes it's the system. Sometimes it's the quarterback you match them up with. Yeah. And that's all I'm telling y'all is, for those of y'all, get rid of that. Go. It's okay. <clears throat> you can really do that. That's one of the options. I'm just telling you, you ain't guaranteed no solution. Um, I put a little something up today. But if you just go on to your own favorite team, your Dallas Cowboys, don't forget what happened when Troy Aikman left. When Troy Aikman left, you had what? Quincy Carter, Anthony Wright, Chad Hutchinson, Ryan Leaf. Well, the, uh, the problem the problem that I see is uh, when Troy was gone, everybody had graduated before him. Mike left. The offensive line left. Uh, yeah. Emmett, Emmett left. Here, here's the thing that I just thought about. This is why I like doing this show because I just kind of, you know, think about different stuff. But the Cowboys, we, we used to always talk about what kind of machine, what kind of cars they driving, what kind of cars that offense. That's not a Porsche right there. You you can't just take a, it's like you can't just take Dak out the equation and then just stick another guy in. Like we we graded every position. Cause it takes it takes a quarterback to run what we're doing. You understand what I'm saying? Does it make? Am I making yeah. sense? Yeah. You know, it ain't like we got like three wide receivers, a great running back, great offensive line, and then Dak. You know, Dak is a problem. Let's get him up out of here. 
The problem is the consistency. The problem is that he lends himself to just above being mediocre. You know, Tony Romo, like you said the other day, Tony Romo. Um, do you want to take Tony Romo or do you want to gamble and see about somebody else? You know, all I tell people is this, and I, I'm really trying to drive this point home today. Uh, I was talking to my son about uh, decisions and consequences today because uh, we hung out for a little bit. And I told him all the time, like, you can make a bad decision or you can make a decision that could potentially have bad consequences. And I said, listen to me carefully. It's okay as long as you truly understand the potential of the bad consequence. Yep. The worst thing is to do something and be like, oh, I didn't know that could have happened. Well, then yeah. you a dumbass. Yeah. Well, if I got four words for that. What? Get your own shit. <laughs> you but, I mean, if you don't want to listen to me and you want to do but, bad stuff, them first four words that them kids don't like is get your own shit. This is true. But even when they get their own shit, they can still mess it up and I make know, bad decisions. But it's not. It don't. Uh, it don't reflect on me. Nah. As much, because I'm still gonna help you, but right. hey, you start losing your own stuff, it's nah. gonna be it's gonna be that. But Just that's like when you start paying for your own stuff, yes. we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that more in a little bit. Yes, sir. But but the point of that is, you can move on from Dak. That's cool. It really is. <clears throat> hey, Dak can only take us this far. We're gonna pull the ripcord and see if we can do better. That's cool. You just have to really truly understand. That it might, it could be a minute before you get a Dak or a Tony Romo. You got to understand, this team is an outlier. They have not drafted a quarterback in the first round since 1989. There's only uh, the Saints haven't taken one in the first round since like the 70s when they took Archie Manning. Uh, I'm not. There's one other team that's kind of out there, but Dallas and New Orleans are by far have kind of like the longest streaks without taking a quarterback in the first round. Uh, the Cowboys had done it philosophically because they didn't want there's such a there's there's no guarantees on quarterbacks and they just didn't want to invest that money without um, with the with the bust rate for first round quarterbacks because again we talked about this the other day you take me you could take the number one pick you got the number one pick you can have whatever quarterback you want and it still ain't no damn guarantee that dude can play. It's just not. It's a very hard position. It comes with a lot of pressure. Uh, when an organization drafts you, you got to hope that they got enough sense to put the pieces around to make you better, that they hook you up with an offensive coordinator who understands you. Think about your boy, Troy Aikman. Think about him with David Shuler. Think about if he had spent three or four years with David Shuler. Troy Aikman would not be in the Hall of Fame and the Cowboys would have not had no Super Bowls. Yeah. Instead, North Turner showed up. He matched with personality. He matched with philosophy. You got three and four years. You know? And then, again, that's why they tried to hire Ernie Zampezi afterwards. And they tried to get people off that tree who could work with Aikman uh, to fit what he did best. So that's my only point. Uh, it's well, they, they, actually, they actually had the bet on Aikman, too. Because Aikman was here when Jim and them got here, but they kind of hedged the bet on him and took uh, Steve Walsh and, well, and kind of yeah. messed around with that. You know what I'm saying? It, it was kind of like who gonna who gonna who gonna survive this thing? And then Aikman stood tall on that, and Steve Walsh was gone. But yep. It's, it's kind of wild. It, 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 it proves it, it goes to your point. Even though he was the first pick, and he was Troy. They still took the other guy just to be sure that he, that Troy is the guy. One of them guys was going to be the guy. You yep. know, that, that tells you how you evaluate talent in the first round with them quarterbacks. Right. And so that's, that's my only point with the quarterbacks is uh, I've come to this conclusion. This is a Dak dilemma in real talk. There ain't really no good choice to make. <laughs> you could die with either one of them. You can sign them up. <clears throat> and never get really past the divisional round, never really make a deep playoff run, or you could let him go and you could get on that quarterback journey. And, uh, you know, it might take you 10 years to find somebody else as good as that. You know, or somebody who can take you to a Super Bowl, which is where everybody's trying to go. Uh, so that's the Dak dilemma. 
It's a hard one, man. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just what it is. And right now, I don't think there's a good solution. I really don't. Uh, I really don't. Well, they don't have a roster right now to get rid of Dak. You don't have a roster. You don't have, if you had, let's say you had a young Zeke, and you could build a team or play differently without having leaning on the quarterback so much, you could tell you could tell Dak to hit the road. And then you can yeah. get a guy, you know, that don't, that don't, that's, that's less dynamic, you know, that, that you can, you know, a game, a more of a game manager. Right. And then and get away with that. But then your defense is busted, you know, so you're going to have to put up some points. So this team is not, this roster as constructed right now is not conducive to getting rid of Dak and not bringing in somebody who can ball. That's where we at. And can I tell y'all something? This is just this is just as of today. When you hear about young guys on the practice squad, I mean on the playing young players that practice. Normally, and this happened with Romo. This happened with some other guy. The one guy, I mean, when I say it happened with guys, it happened with Miles Austin. For those of you who remember him, it happened with Blake Jarwin before he got hurt. What I'm talking about is people pull you aside and say, "Hey, man." Jarwin is killing folks in practice, though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. Miles Austin? Hoo-wee! Yeah. He's gonna he be doing a, that thing. He's going to be a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Romo? Man, he is slicing us up in practice. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a shot one day. Ain't heard nothing about, about, ain't heard none of that about Trey Lance. I'm just saying. That's not, that's not, that doesn't mean he sucks. Doesn't mean he won't be a star. I'm just telling y'all, through the first time that he's been here haven't heard much maybe that's because he's learning the offense and he's getting adjusted to the footworks and tying that to the routes and all that and so maybe this is the offseason that we'll hear i'm just telling you we haven't heard it yet doesn't mean we won't hear it we just haven't heard it yet and that uh you know so what i'm telling y'all is don't sit there and think oh he was a third pick of the draft yeah he can go no there's a reason why san francisco gave up on him and traded him for a fourth-round pick after all that they gave up to acquire him. And so, uh, you know, I wouldn't think right now he's the answer. Maybe he will be, but right now I would say he's not the answer. Uh, But, again, that's today, January 20th, 2024, because y'all all know what? Sports is fluid. What's true today might not be true three months, six months, a year from now. Voila. Yeah, uh, and today is the 21st. Oh, uh, okay. It's all good. That ain't, thank thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. On that note, let's take a quick trip around the block, man. Around the block. Um, one of the things you got to do for your kids, and I feel real good about what I've done, uh, is you got to prepare your kids for college. And so uh, my son called me today. He said he had a problem. What a big problem. Um, and I said, well, hey, can you, you need me to come help you today? Because I got some time right now if you say, yeah. If you say later, I'm not going to have any time. He said, yeah, if you can help me out now, that's cool. I said, all right. And what a big deal. He had a problem with his bank card. <clears throat> and there's something fish, something funny going on. And so I told him. Why don't you go to the bank and, and look them in the eye on Monday? Because there's a lot of banks, a lot of fraud scams going on with credit cards and stuff. And uh, just to be sure that your stuff is straight. And if you got any questions, they can have your account and everything there. So you go there. I said, so So he asked, so basically what I'm telling you is me and my son went grocery shopping today. Because I told him while we were talking, man. I said, uh, did I teach you how to grocery shop? Because I can't remember. He said, no, I taught myself. I said, okay, so you can still use a little bit of help. He said, no, I know how to grocery shop. I know how to budget. I count it all out before I get there so I know how much. I said, oh, that's all good, man. But you're looking at price per ounce and price per pound and all of that. He goes, no, what is that? I said, like I said, man, we need a grocery shop. And so um, he's pretty good in general in being independent. Like he knows I do laundry and all that stuff. He's got a bank account for five or six, seven years now. So he's pretty independent that way. But uh, while we were grocery shopping, man, because uh, he ate off the, in the campus last year. 
And this year he's a, he's got an apartment, so he's doing more grocery shopping, obviously. Um, and did you have this conversation with your kids, man? Where you go, where you out shopping with them? They go, man, twenty seven dollars for some detergent, man, that's a lot. I said, this is called adulting, man. Where you don't get to spend your money on pizza, you got to spend it on toilet paper and, and paper towels and all that kind of stuff. Nah, my wife, my wife did a lot of good things with the kids. I was more of uh I forgot you don't even like to go grocery shopping. I worked in the grocery store. I worked at Safeway and I worked at uh Sam's Club. No, I stocked groceries when I was in high school. And I was a uh a sack boy. So no no. I had to wear the red <laughs> vest and all that. I did I did price checks and all that. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh um nah nah. My wife my wife did a lot of that and uh my wife actually had the patience to teach them kids to drive. I taught them how to get better. You know, right, I taught right. them Smith System safety, but... Uh, what is Smith System Smith safety? System is... Uh, let's see. I'm going to mess the acronym up, but it teaches you to pay attention to the road. You leave yourself out, all, and you aim high. Let's see. You aim high, keep your eyes moving. Make sure make sure they see you. It's, it's, uh, truck drivers learn that. The military learns that. I can't okay. remember the. I'm trying to remember the acronym, but it's kind of like you learn how to scan the road and stuff. So I, my wife yeah. taught him how to drive around here, and I took him on the highway. All right, but, we, we, we might talk about that next week because that's good. Because uh, uh, yeah, I taught my kids how to drive, and um, it was a very interesting experience. Well, you uh, know, you talking about teaching them to go to college. Yeah. Um, my conversation with college was a little different. What was your conversation? Like? My conversation with my my oldest son was the first one to go. He went to school in Missouri, which was went to Truman State, which is in Kirksville, which is about ten hours from here, depending on how fast you drive. Right. And I told him, I said, "Man, I love you, and I'm going to tell you how much I love you. I'm going to show you how much. Don't make me come up here and have to show you how much I love you." I said, "So <laughs> don't." Don't don't do nothing stupid at this school because if I got to burn this MF down to get you out of here, I will. I will. Right, right, right. And well, he got in a little trouble. We had to spend sixteen days up there and straighten him out. He must have told coach what I said because for sixteen days we didn't see the head coach. Is that right? No, because my question to him was going to be how did did you get him? You know the way he is right now. Did did he get here? And did you tell me you was going to take care of him? See, that's what I'm saying. So we kind of got that straight. We sent him back to school. He graduated. But uh, I think they thought I was going to burn Kirksville down, which I thought about it. <laughs> I mean, right, right. I'm just saying, that's that's kind of the, the conversation. Is, look, I love you. Take care. Do what you got to do. But I will burn this whole town down just to get you out. And, and, and I can't say, I can't tell a man I love him more than that. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's more. That's more of our. That's a true conversation right there. I. Uh, it ain't per pound, you know. It ain't meat per pound. He, he know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, you put me, give me them damn flashbacks. I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, nah, you know. com- the, the, the main conversation I had for him was, you survived high school. Uh, now, my mind is, he's basically a good kid in, in general. They uh, all good. Until well, they ain't. I, well, I was finna say, and, and the next sentence was, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't do something. I'm never going to be that. You know, you got some parents who say, my kid wouldn't do that. Nah, you, you don't know what they'll do when they by themselves uh, hanging out with their crew or, uh, you know, doing whatever. But I told him, you know, you got to be especially careful, um, you know, that you don't produce no babies right now. And it's always up to you. It's not up to her. It's up to you. To make sure that you straight and you ain't spreading no diseases, you ain't getting no diseases, and you aren't having any babies. Uh, and part of that is the decision making process. Don't just sleep with somebody because it's available to you. You know, make some good choices with that because, as you just said, it's all good till it's not, and you can find yourself in some bad situations because you had the wrong partner for a little while. Well, the one thing that you decide to coach him up on is usually not the thing that him him up. That's what's that's what's wild. Life is like that. Yep. You know, you coach them up, do the best you can, and then you 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 decide, all right, let's let's 
what what'd you do? What was you trying to do? All right, then. Let's let's see what we can do to fix it. Right, right, you right. Know? So, um, so we ended up grocery shopping today, man. And I wanted to make sure he took man. And he's a uh, you know he's all into eating healthy and working out and all this stuff right now. So it was not a basket with a lot of extraneous stuff in it. But at one point I said, "Hey man, tab this up right quick. See how much this is." He said. Dad, it's like $120. I said, yeah, your basket just got like 18, eight things in it, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, welcome to grocery shopping, man. Uh, it's expensive, but it's still cheaper than going out to eat. So uh, I explained the whole per ounce thing, per pound thing, just so you can get your best uh, best bang for your buck. And then we spent some time at Sam's, and then uh, we went over and finished up at Walmart. And then a few things, I was like, dog. Speak up before you run out, man. I can just order it on Amazon, and next time you're around, you just swing through, pick it up, and it's all good. Uh, instead of trying, you know, because we're trying to, to get the most for the least amount of money. That's how we're trying to win. And so, uh, but it was it was good to spell it out and give him a, uh, a real clue about how to shop, what to shop for, what the difference is between this, that, and the other thing. Because these are skills... Because uh, I'm pretty sure he's transferring to Ohio State next year. And so when he's literally out of state and you just can't pull up on him, these are skills I hope that will uh, help oh, him. Oh, you, you can pull yeah. up. Well, I mean, you Your know. Your pull-up game going to get stronger when he move out of state. Because they tend to get a little sassy when they got distance. Trust no. me on that. I don't wish that on you. But no, your pull-up game, hey, hey, man, I can't do I, I'll be back Monday. But I'm today I'm taking this flight. In the rental car, <laughs> and I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Cause boy, boy gave me just a little attitude. You can detect just a little attitude. You know how many times I looked at my car? I'm a truck driver. Ten hours ain't nothing. Nah. And I showed up on him. Couple, two or three. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, what's up, homie? Well, you, well, 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 Dad. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, poof. I'm here. What do you need? What's, what's Man, going on? Said, poof. I'm here. Yeah. It don't take long. You go no. to class, go to practice, I'm here. Just like you know, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, it don't happen with every kid, but, you know. Oh, I can see that with my with my granddaughter more than with my son. But that's uh, what surprised you. You can't. You No, nah, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just saying. I'm just preparing you for the, um, be prepared to hear some shit you ain't think you was uh-huh. going to hear. I oh, never I, thought in a million years. You said, what did you say? You said what? I uh, yeah, because like today, I did not expect to pull up in uh, Denton today. Yeah, and yet there I was. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I said if I come right now, I'm just gonna miss the first half of the game, and then I can get back. Yeah, so make yeah. a decision right now. You need me? You don't need me? Oh yeah, and that's yeah. how I ended up spending the afternoon grocery shopping in Sands. Well, wait till wait till he come home. From school. See, I had I had I had a big deal with that work. I, when when uh, you know I called my son Bubba. When Bubba came home from school, um, he was eating me out of house and home. I mean, every time <laughs> I saw him, the refrigerator is open. And I'm like, damn! I said, I got something for you. I said, I'm going to supplement your diet right now. I went to <laughs> Sam's Club and I got three big bags of uh, chicken. Uh, grilled chicken uh, breast. Yep. And I said, see this right here? When you eat dinner and you take your, your butt upstairs and you burn them calories off just by looking at TV, I need you to come. This is this is what you eat when you get hungry at night. And that little $50 or whatever that cost saved me hundreds because he tore that stuff up. And he was cooking and he was cleaning and he was making sandwiches and all that. I remember he made two gigantic sandwiches. And he goes, Dad, <laughs> Dad, you want one of these? I said, no. He said, why not? I said, I heard you making them sandwiches behind me. He goes, yeah, they pretty good. I said, I ain't hear no water running. <laughs> <laughs> your dirty hands. <laughs> Been scratching your balls and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So, so I was like, yeah, I ain't hear no water. I don't want that. <laughs> nah, you eat that. You enjoy that, enjoy son. Enjoy both of them. Thank you. Yeah, real talk. Yeah. But uh, that's what I did today. Uh, so make sure your kids are uh, as much as you can 
give him a head start because uh, uh, I've ran into some of his partners who I, I try to help when I can, who, uh, you know, they still figuring out how to do laundry or taking it home and all of that stuff. So, you know, whatever skills you can equip your kids with before they, before they head off, uh, they will appreciate it. And you will, too, because you won't have to spend so much time helping them out. But uh, that's a little quick trip around the block this week. Uh, the adventures of grocery shopping with them kids. Uh, they're a trip, man. A trip. Uh, as we move into uh, these divisional games, and today we're taping on Sunday. Uh, yeah, a couple of really good games. I mean, I thought the Kansas City-Buffalo game was outstanding. But, you know, man. And then you had uh, Detroit holding on. Both of them to, was good. Both of them was beat, good. Uh, it was, it both, both of them games was entertaining, but. How do you feel about them games? Because I just, I look at them, I should be like, I just can't believe, damn, I'm still under, like, how is Dallas not playing this weekend? And I just like, it, and then you're like, well, how would they have stacked up? And, you know, I'm still on the Dallas thing. I guess I should get over it uh, just in terms of just disappointment in their performance, even though. I tell y'all all the time, I don't have any emotional investment. It's more like, I just don't understand how you, you reached a level. And it's not even that you lost, it's that you just didn't even show up. Because the teams this weekend showed up. I mean, they can they lost, but they can they can walk off with their head, head held high. Even, uh, even, the, even the Texans. The Texans gave it what they had, man, until Baltimore hit a gear that they didn't have. But they was 10-10 at halftime, and Baltimore was like, damn. Uh, Lamar cussing folks out like, "Yo, what's up?" Uh, but uh, as far as today's game, if you did, look you, at Tampa, did you get that tape? You remember the the, the video I sent you? Which one? The Brian Baldinger video, where he was talking yeah. about the Cowboys defense. Yeah, I had seen that earlier in the week. Yeah, you fundamentally not sound. You you, you Fugazi on defense. That's why they ain't. That's why they ain't. Oh. That's why well, they yeah. ain't where they supposed to be. Is is did you see how? Did you see how Marquise Bell was standing in the hole with his legs spread wide open? Look at that again. He he ain't, he ain't got no base. Not at all. He ain't. Which way you going, son? As you definitely ain't going forward. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's, it's it's the fundamentals of the whole thing. How how that thing was built and how they didn't replace players. You know, they lost linebackers and didn't replace. Yeah. And when I watched Greenlaw and 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 Fred Ward Woo! play, boy. Them guys, too. You know, do you realize the biggest person on San Francisco's line is 305? That's Hargrave. The other tackle is 290. Right. The linebackers are 230. Why we got to get bigger up front? See what I'm saying? It's the system. And then you look at the Baldinger video. Hankins does his job. Uh, 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 the under tackle. Uh, Hankins over tackle. Uh, 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 is the under tackle. He does his job. They take up blockers, but nobody fails. And that's that's where you see Greenlaw and Ward do their job. They violent as hell. Woo, they was violent last night for sure. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's why I texted you. I said, that's, that's what it looked like when the actual linebackers play. You know? Yeah, man. So I'm just like, mm. that's That's why they're not where they. Supposed to be, and that's why I was asking you who signed off on. Let's move these uh, safeties. You don't. And, and you you can have a hybrid linebacker, but you can't have a hybrid safety. They in that film they had Curse and and, and I don't know how big is Curse. Is he two hundred? Is he two ten? Yeah, he about two. Uh, I don't know. What's his name? Bell is two oh five. They were saying he two two eighteen. He listed at two oh five. But what I'm saying is. That's why they standing where they at because they they didn't make adjustments and all of that. It's just fake, man. It's it's always it's, it's the level of the competition that they played at home. They got them so many victories, and then all that top five and all of that crap. Like you say, everybody good in the playoffs. Everybody good in the playoffs. That's why that's why they're there. So, yeah, curse is uh, two fifteen. Yeah, see, that's not that's not big right there. No, that's college linebacker. Yeah. Um, no, so if you look at the uh, if you look at the Detroit game, uh, I thought uh, I mean I thought that was a well played game. I think uh, at the yeah. end, you know, I mean they pulled away for a minute and then it became, as I often say, and I ain't breaking no news here, it becomes a 
score, stop, score game. That's yeah. the only way you can get back in it. And they scored. Then they got to stop. And then Baker threw that pick. And um, when I saw that, man, you know, it is, to me in its simplest form, and I've said this many, 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 many times, football is really just about making plays. I mean, it sounds very simple, but I said it in its simplest form, it's about making plays. Where when your boy from Detroit makes that interception, that's a nice play. And all I could think of was Darnell Savage dropping two of the easiest interceptions you'll ever see that he could have took to the house last night. And he dropped them. And so Green Bay is at the crib, and Detroit is moving on to play San Francisco. And it's because one dude made a play, and the other dude didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, because they could have – if, Jordan, if Jordan, Jordan Love throws the ball away, they might be still playing. True that. True that. Oh, you know, that's, you know, some, sometimes – I don't know what got into Jordan uh, – I don't know what got into uh, Jordan Love on the last play, man. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm he saying. Just, he just went – I mean, he just had a brain – I mean, he had the ultimate brain fart at the worst possible time. Like, what the hell yeah. are you doing on yeah. first down, bro? Yeah. Just well, sometimes you get used to making plays, and you think it's just going to be one more throw that's going to fall right in there. That confidence go through the roof. That belief go through the roof, and you feel like you can throw late across the middle and and get it done. I don't know. I mean, I think the boy can play. We'll see what he do next year. Because it's always next year once people realize what you can do. I like yeah. Jordan. I like Jordan Love though. Oh yeah, man, and you know that NFC, uh, that NFC uh, North could be nasty next year with uh, Detroit and then uh, Green Bay, two young teams on the rise, and then you know Minnesota always seem like they in the middle of something, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then you got the Bears. Uh, I don't really, you know, maybe, I, you know, I don't have no faith in the Bears. So, but the other two, it'd be interesting to see uh, the Kansas City Buffalo game. Yeah, Pat Mahomes doing his thing at the end. You know, Pat Mahomes. Six consecutive championship games as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Uh, he was terrific today. Didn't make no big mistakes. And uh, that offense got cranked up in the second half. Do you feel like the Chiefs have figured out kind of how to play? Mm, yeah. they. Well, I like how they ran the ball to give Patrick some help. So, yeah, they might have figured it out. I think they might have figured it out because they used Pacheco. Pacheco ain't going to make it to that second contract. He ain't going to make no. it. No. <laughs> he runs no. so hard, man. He, he's so physical. I don't think. Uh, and he a late-round pick, too. Yeah. Like, I don't even think he got paid. Man, man, he ain't got the money yet. And the way the NFL is set up, them guys can get tagged and tagged and tagged. Well, he might even going to get tagged because ain't nobody yeah. finna pay him $10 million a year. Yeah, it's possible. If, if he get he just so he just such a hard runner, you know. Um, what's the kid in San Diego? Uh, number thirty is like that. Who Eckler? Eckler is like that. Eckler runs. Eckler is smaller than him, but he runs super hard, and he kind of slowing down right now. They got yeah, a lot can't. of mileage out of Eckler, a lot of touchdowns no. out of Eckler. Pacheco was a seven round pick. He ain't yeah. got no money. Oh yeah, he playing sure. on minimum salaries. For sure, and. Uh, Duh. But it's the way the NFL set up. Duh. You know. Check this out. And, well, you know, he's a professional football player, so, you know, it's all relative. But he's 24. And uh, this is second year. So he's going to be 26 mm-hmm. with that hard running style uh, when he a free agent. Now, what I don't know what he does on special teams, but he might be able to build him a little career on, uh, on special teams. But he's a classic of uh, why teams don't want to pay running backs. They got him in the seventh round. He's starting. He's being productive for you. Average four six this year and four nine last year. Why do you need to take a running back in the first round? You know what I mean? Yeah, I still do it. If, they, if that guy is that guy, I mean, look what look what uh uh your boy for 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 Detroit did. Number twenty six. Man, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Gib, uh, Gibbs Gibbs. Gibbs, I put him in a little different category. That dude, that dude is well, he's different, yeah. But he was the first round, and everybody was like, "Why did Detroit take him? That's stupid." Well, they knew what they wanted. They knew what they wanted to do with well, him. Well, they knew exactly. Yeah, you gotta have. 
Now, Bill Parcells used to talk about this all the time. You got to have a vision for a guy when you draft him. Yeah. And their vision was, oh, we finna team him up with this hammer we got, and we finna make life hard on you. Yeah. And we're going to create this package for him where we get him all in space. I mean, basically, they treated him like Tony Pollard. Well, that's he, why you take a guy in the second and the first round. And then and everybody thought you was crazy. He's a reach. That's a reach. Yeah. He chewed Tampa Bay up today. He, he, <laughs> shook, he shook Winfield. He, said, right, he, right. he froze Winfield and then cut around him. Ah, Lee, that's a bad place to be. Oh, he a bad man. Now. Yeah, yeah. He a bad man. I got uh, I got nothing but love for him. But the uh, it's a uh, championship weekend. You got the Chiefs. You got Baltimore. And I give the Chiefs a shot to beat them, man. I don't think that's any kind of like, oh, Baltimore, let's just coronate them and send them to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs, you're going to have to kill. And the problem for me is I love Baltimore's defense. Their offense is very physical, but it's still a little bit shady to me. Uh, even though Lamar is great, but they're still just a little bit shady. I would give them the edge, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if Kansas City beat them. And I think uh, Detroit. So uh, you in the, you in the group of people that say Lamar can't pass? I did not say that. What is shaky about Lamar? I said their offense seems to be a little shady to me based on what I saw the other day. Uh, now, maybe it's because they had basically two weeks off or three weeks off because they had to buy and they didn't play the last week. Yeah. So there could have been a little rust. But uh, I was most impressed by the fact that they had uh, three running – three guys ran the ball ten times. You don't really see that a whole lot. Yeah. And they had like 200 yards running. So, yeah. Uh, but the best thing about them is they're a really physical team. They just – eventually they just beat you up. Uh, kind of like San Francisco has done in the past. Well, it's, 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 can I say it again? Them two linebackers, Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. Both of them guys are ballers. Yes, sir. For Baltimore. That's, that's you know, that's what make, make their defense special. Them guys can cover and they can hit. So – Imagine, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find a lot of linebackers everywhere. You just got to find the right ones. You don't have to spend first-round picks on them, second-round picks. I think both of them guys first-round picks. Uh, they're not in, uh, in San Francisco's, aren't Those are fourth and – No, I'm talking know, about – I'm talking Baltimore. about – Yeah, Roquan. I mean, you can find them in the first round. He was yeah. like the ninth pick. Yeah. But you don't have to find them in the first round. You just yeah. need to find good you players. Find your people. Yeah. That fits your system. Yeah. Uh, I really like Detroit. I'd love to see Detroit win. Uh, I think they'll be ready to play. My only question about them is, was their Super Bowl this week? You know. Oh, I mean? yeah. They was they was looking like, I know Aiden Hutchinson was sitting there, like, staring up at the rafters. I was like, dog, you got another game. You know? You know I, yeah. I, I know, yeah. I, I mean... It's such a, you know, when you play for a coach like Dan Campbell, man, man, you almost after three or four years, it's almost like playing for Harbaugh. They get so much emotional, you know, um, what am I trying to say? It's such a, the leadership style is so strong and so right. emotional. They get a lot of that emotion out of you. You got so much. It's, 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 you can it's, only run hot so long. Yeah, you can only be hop, hype and hot and all that for so long, so yeah, you know, you kind of burn out a little bit. But, uh, nah, I would like to see that. I like Dan Campbell. But I wonder how long can he coach and be be, be like that, you know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the good thing for him, real talk, is that the NFL rosters turn over so, so much that, uh, you know, maybe his message won't get stale because it's yeah. turned turn over 25 30% every year. Yeah. And, it's just uh, such an emotional toll when you play like that. And you know, you love a guy, you run through a wild form and all of that, and it's like, man, I'm, man, I can't do it no more. I got to go somewhere where don't nobody care. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, it just be like that. You know, I played for a couple of coaches like that, and it's like, man, you know, we can't keep this up. But uh, yeah, I, I I like Detroit. I don't know if they're gonna be what's his name. I I don't know if they're gonna be Frisco, but I know uh, Purdy was spraying that ball a little bit when Dude, when, when Debo Purdy. Debo is not around. Hey, 
Man, Purdy tried to throw about at least four interceptions last yeah. year. Maybe last night, maybe five. Yeah. At least four. And I was like, Green Bay couldn't hold on to none of them. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't his best performance. Matter of fact, I said he throwing a lot of pitches to the backstop tonight. Man. Well, the thing about uh, the thing about is Debo wasn't there, so it changed all the coverage. It changed everything. Now right. he got to really bear down and do some serious quarterbacking, you know. And he did okay, but like you said, they 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 wasn't hanging on to nothing. No, nah. but uh, it should be fun next week. Uh, Detroit at San Francisco, Kansas City. At uh, Baltimore, uh, I think the early eyes of Baltimore will be favored, and then uh, San Francisco will be favored. And then, you know, you could do worse than a Baltimore-San Francisco Super Bowl rematch. But what a year. You know, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about C.J. Stroud. You know, Houston lost, but what a year for that kid. And I'm going I'm to give you my theory as to why he was underwhelming for some people. You had you had Haskins with the big arm and all them yards, right? And then you had who came first, him or Fields? Fields came first, right? Yeah, it was Haskins. Oh, Haskins and Fields. Fields transferred from Georgia. Yeah, and you had Fields with the, with all the physical gifts. You know, he was fast. He could throw. He could do all that. And then it looked like when CJ played at Ohio State, it was kind of underwhelming, you know, compared to them two. But he might be better. I mean, obviously, right now he's better than both of them. I just, yeah. I just want to give him credit for taking all that flack for not being either one of them and, well, and coming into the league. A lot of that came uh, during the draft process where they picking you apart, looking for flaws. Sure. Well, I watched because him play. I, when I watched him play, he didn't jump out like the other two to me. Well, his, I think his personality, his athleticism is not such. I mean, it's kind of what you're saying. His athleticism is not such that it jumps out at you. Well, it don't. But all, yeah, yeah. But all he do is make the right throw, and he accurate as hell. Oh, he good. He, he, he's so if it need to be at a certain spot, it's at a certain yeah. spot. Yeah. And he took some criticism, uh, but then because they lost to Michigan. Yeah. But then he put 44 points on the Georgia defense that couldn't nobody move the ball on. Yeah. And again, if Marvin – I mean, he put on 44 points on the Marvin Harrison left the game in the first half. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they still moved him in position, and the kicker missed in a dome like a forty-eight yard field goal that would have won it uh, at the in the last you know thirty seconds or whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm so just he, saying when you compare, you know, just it was just an unfair comparison to the first two. They just they, they just jumped they jumped off the doggone uh, uh, scale when it came to athletic ability. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like the way he played. I thought, like I say, I, you got to get that dude credit. Now you know, it looked like Ryan, Jamico Ryan too. Yeah, you no, know? uh, I think he will be a star. Uh, they're gonna get him some more talent this off season, and uh, you know if they can. Now you know the thing about it is, and this is the tricky part, his OC Slowick uh, will get a lot of interviews this off season. And maybe he yeah. gets a, maybe he gets an opportunity to get a job. Yeah. Uh, and so it'll be if he leaves, are you in position to replace him? Yeah. Somebody off that tree or the yeah. man next to the man that we don't know about. Yeah. So you can keep some of that continuity going with the offense. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the key. Yeah, that's uh, what happened with Josh Allen at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah, his guy uh, was gone, and then they fired the other guy, brought another guy. Yeah. Well, now they yeah. look like they kind of know what they want to do. Crazy. It wasn't good enough. wasn't good enough today. That was a uh, crazy game, man. I, I feel bad for kickers like that. Kicker Bass is pretty good, but he wasn't it today. Was, it looked like the wind yanked it because that yeah. thing took a real curveball. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's Buffalo. It's outside. It's the winter time. You can't. Uh, I mean, it's a makeable kick, but you know, I mean, it's kickers, man. <laughs> in the, it's kickers in the elements. In the dome, it's a little different, but outside in the elements. What you saw is not necessarily all that unusual. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's uh, – that's uh, what a weekend, man. What a great weekend of football. I'm, I'm almost sad that we ain't got but two weekends left. Uh, no Saturday games next year. <sighs> I mean, next week. Uh, yeah. Yes. The drought is about to start. I don't want to think about it just yet. <laughs> uh, we always like to thank Greening Law. Uh, without them – uh, the show doesn't happen. Same goes for uh, our friends at Smokey John's Barbecue. 
remember, you can follow me on Twitter at JJT Journalist. Uh, I am Jean Jacques Taylor is the handle. Uh, make sure you follow, uh, like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Real Jacques Talk. Uh, for Big Joe and the Big Rig, until we chat again, you guys be blessed. <laughs>